Here we go. Good morning. I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. It's good to have you with us here for our Congregation of Prayer Guide for Daily Meditation and Prayer Around God's Word. It is Tuesday, June 28th, and we're continuing our catechesis through the Gospel according to St. Luke. All right, so let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Memory verse. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Romans 12, verses 17 through 18. Did I do the memory verse yesterday? Not sure I did. Let's say it again. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Romans 12, verses 17 through 18. All right, we pray our psalm. You have dealt well with your servant, O Lord, according to your word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. The insolent smear me with lies, but with my whole heart I keep your precepts. Their heart is unfeeling like fat, but I delight in your law. It is good for me that I was afflicted that I might learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Your hands have made and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. Those who fear you shall see me and rejoice, because I have hoped in your word. I know, O Lord, that your just decrees are righteous, and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Let your steadfast love comfort me, according to your promise to your servant. Let your mercy come to me, that I may live, for your law is my delight. Let the insolent be put to shame, because they have wronged me with falsehood. As for me, I will meditate on your precepts. Let those who fear you turn to me, that they may know your testimonies. May my heart be blameless in your statutes, that I may not be put to shame. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All right. Our first reading is another reading from one of the minor prophets, the book of the Twelve, Zephaniah chapter 3. Therefore wait for me, says the Lord, until the day I rise up for plunder. My determination is to gather the nations to my assembly of kingdoms, to pour on them my indignation, all my fierce anger, all the earth, shall be devoured with the fire of my jealousy. For then I will restore to all the peoples a pure language, that they may call on the name of the Lord, to serve him with one accord. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my worshippers, the daughters of my dispersed ones, shall bring my offering. In that day you shall not be ashamed for any of your deeds in which you transgress against me. For then I will take away from your midst those who rejoice in your pride, and you shall no longer be haughty in my holy mountain. I will leave in your midst 
a meek and humble people, and they shall trust in the name of the Lord. The remnant of Israel shall do no unrighteousness and speak no lies, nor shall a deceitful tongue be found in their mouth. For they shall feed their flocks and lie down, and no one shall make them afraid. All right. On a reading for catechesis, continuation of St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 10, now the return of the seventy. Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babies, to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Then he turned to his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see what you see, and have not seen it, and to hear what you hear, and have not heard it. All right, let's do some catechesis then. So um, what did the 70 boast about when they returned? Even the demons are subject to them uh, in Jesus' name. (laughs) Uh, What does Jesus say about Satan in particular, prince of demons? He saw him fall like lightning from heaven. Uh, What authority had he, Jesus, given them? the 70, right? This is not just in the extended ending of Mark, Mark 16. It's here too in Luke as well. Uh, In particular, the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. So that's connected to the dust of their feet, remember from yesterday. And over all the power of the enemy, and nothing would by any means hurt them, right? Um, He has spoken about serpents and scorpions on another occasion, uh, one that we haven't read yet. It'll come up in the next chapter, Luke 11, Uh, in regards to prayer, right, and earthly fathers. If earthly fathers do not give serpents and scorpions to their children, surely the Heavenly Father will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him, right? So we'll see that in the next chapter. So keep this reading in mind here about the authority over serpents and scorpions. Uh, And then he tells them what, really, what is, what should be the true reason for their rejoicing? Not that the demons are subject to them, but their names are written in heaven, All right, in that hour, what does Jesus do? It says he rejoiced, uh, notably, in the Spirit, right? With a prayer of praise, right? Why does he praise his Father? That he has hidden these things regarding the serpents and the casting out of demons, etc., from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes. And why did he do so? According to Jesus, it seemed good in your sight. It was good in his sight. Um, Whom... Does no one know on their own? This is key for the Christian confession, I think. No one knows the Father or the Son on their own, right? They might know of a character named Jesus. They might even know of a thing called the Scriptures. But apart from Jesus working by the Spirit to reveal both himself and then by virtue of that or extension, the Father, right? That's the only way you can know the Father is if the Son wills to reveal him to you. Speaking of being revealed, 
Um, then he tells his disciples something privately, right? So he's rejoiced in the Spirit with a prayer, but now he tur- turns to his disciples, not the 70, but the 12, and he says that their eyes were blessed. How? By the things that they have seen and he, the, and their ears, uh, what they have heard, because many prophets and kings have longed uh, for that. Hmm. We forget this, I think, is that um, we as Christians have been blessed to hear and to see um, that which somebody like Abraham, or Isaac, and Jacob, or David, or Solomon longed to hear and did not see, or to hear, and to see and did not see, right? They had to receive it by faith, as we do, right? But we have the advantage of the eyewitness testimony of the apostles, hmm. the evangelists in particular. All right, once more, Jesus speaks of faith and the object of faith. Faith is a gift given to those babes whom the Father claims as his own through the waters of holy baptism. Though the seventy had been given great authority, the real authority was in the one who would crush the serpent's head by his death at the cross. Jesus had given them this authority, and for his sake their names were written in heaven. It is good in God's eyes that he should call many to faith in the gracious waters of the font and fix their eyes and ears upon Jesus. When the disciples proclaimed the kingdom of God, they were proclaiming Christ's victory over the devil, so that the eyes and ears of many were filled with the message of the prophets and kings had longed um, to see fulfilled. All right. See our catechism for the week, sixth petition, and lead us not into temptation. What does this mean? God tempts no one. We pray in this petition that God would guard and keep us so that the devil, the world, and our sinful nature may not deceive us or mislead us into false belief, despair, and other great shame and vice. Although we are attacked by these things, we pray that we may finally overcome them and win the victory. All right, let's sing our hymn. Um, Let's see, we'll pick up with stanza four. So we'll do four through six today. Yeah. 
Christ and your Maker will place the victor's ball, and you will thank him gladly with heaven's joyful song. Our hands and feet, Lord, strengthen with joy our spirits bless until we see the ending of all our life's distress. And so throughout our lifetime keep us within your care and at our end then heaven to praise you there. All right, let's see here. Commemoration today, Irenaeus of Lyon, pastor. Uh, Irenaeus, AD 130-200, believed to be a native of Smyrna, which is modern-day Izmir in Turkey, studied in Rome and later became pastor in Lyon, France. Around 177, while Irenaeus was away from Lyon, a fierce persecution of Christians led to the martyrdom of his bishop. Upon Irenaeus's return, he became bishop of Lyon. Among his most famous writings is a work condemning heresies, especially Gnosticism, which denied the goodness of creation. In opposition, Irenaeus confessed that God had redeemed his creation through the incarnation of the Son. Irenaeus also affirmed the teachings of the scriptures, handed down to and through him as being normative for the church. All right. Let's pray our college for the week. O Lord, since you never fail to help and govern those whom you nurture in your steadfast fear and love, work in us a perpetual fear and love of your holy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray today for deliverance against temptation and evil, for the addicted and despairing, for the tortured and oppressed, and for those struggling with sin. See, we pray today in Thanksgiving with Natron and Nicholas and Karen, who all celebrate their baptism. We pray for the households of our church, especially Deb, Michael, Wayne and Mary, Jim and Elaine, Rolf and Linda, and Jim. Pray for those ill receiving treatment or recovering, especially Marcella, Bev, Kelsey, Dorothy, Amanda, Dan, Brad, and Janet, Timothy, Pastor Kretschmar, Merlin, and Jim. Pray for our homebound, Bev, Willis, Ed, Mickey, and Paul. Continue to pray for our mission of the month, Sheboygan Hispanic Ministry. And we pray in intercession for the preservation and increase of gentleness among us. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right, it's been a joy to have you with us here today. I hope today will be a day rich in God's many blessings for you. Um, let's see, anything else? Nope, it's Tuesday. So I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow morning, 9 a.m., as we'll uh, actually prepare for tomorrow's feast day, which we'll celebrate in the evening with divine service. All right, so Lord's blessings to you today and always. We'll see you soon. We thank you for listening to this podcast from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church Sermon Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. If this podcast is of benefit to you, please consider supporting the work of St. John by visiting stjohnrandomlake.org, that's stjohnrandomlake.org, slash support, and give today.